for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I just had a thought here. Yeah? I feel like... All the animals in the house, outside the dogs, probably have a bone to pick with you. I just realized you've never made a social media star out of any of them, except for the dogs. Is that wrong? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not, do you want me to apologize? No, no, no. I've just uh, just realized it. Well, here's the thing. When we got the cats, we got Rigby. Right after we moved to Flint, and then we got Charlie when we were in Flint from the Humane Society. Yep. And at that time, speak of the devil. Who? Hello, Char Char. <laughs> he he hasn't been in he here for knows. a while. He knows. He knows we're recording. Him. He comes. Hi, buddy. What's up, Flint dumpster cat? Come on by. Um. Back then, we were working in radio, so I was managing multiple Instagrams, multiple Facebook pages. Yeah. Uh, and a website. So I think I just was not interested. I mean, it was hard enough for me to start one for the dog because I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to like be consistent with this. Sure. Um, but I'm very glad I did. And I recommend that to everybody now. I don't care how old your pet is. You need to start an Instagram for them because it will keep all your memories of them in one place. And it's wonderful. That's what you were saying was yeah. really the cool part. That's the best part about Pepper's Instagram is I have her last like five years all in one place. Um, but yeah, I was just managing so many social media pages that I'm like, like hell, I was going to start one for the cats. Like, no. I mean, we do have like a Savannah cat, so it's a cool cat. We do. He makes an appearance. The cats make an appearance on uh, on the dog's Instagram <laughs> once in a while. So they're cameos on there. <laughs> I mean, but they don't have their own account. Hang that on. can be tagged, but, right? But to be fair, hey, we, what's what's their account? That's a cool looking cat. Oh, he doesn't have one. He's off socials. Shut up. What do they do all day? They sleep. They don't go outside okay. here like they did when we lived in Michigan. I mean, I, I can take pictures of them in the catio. I can People take love pictures the catio of them anytime anyone comes over. Oh, I know. They love the catio. Yeah, and it's awesome. But I mean, other than that, like, I just am not sure what I would post of them all day long. Just them being cats. You know what? You start the you start the Instagram for the cats. Do. I got the dog. You get the cats. You know what? That would have been hilarious though, because the cat did do something the other day. See now you're thinking up of all the great that content. the cat has never done before. We had the bird cage open. Pat had a Senegal parrot before I met him. Her his name, her name is Cleo. I was, yeah, I was going to say the actual. OG of all the animals. She, is. she in the was house. the very first one. Came into the house and in she knows 2004. It. Yeah, so right before I met you. Yeah. Um, but we had the do- the doors to the um birdcage open because we were cleaning it out. And Rigby, the Savannah, jumped into the birdcage. Yeah, that was awesome. Has never even attempted like a thought queen. of 
Yeah, it was a clean, a clean like boom. Like it, these you. are small doors, and that's a big ass cat. He just slid right through. And listen, I know I I told somebody this the other day, and they were like, "Oh my god, did the the cat kill the bird?" And I'm just like, just like you see feathers go, yeah. like, Foof. No, and I've said I've told this to everybody, and it sounds so stupid. The bird, the the animals know in the house that the bird is the queen bee now. Yeah, she's always been always queen bee. been the alpha. And they're afraid of her because she will bite the shit out of you. And the few times she, she we let her out of her cage, she kind of walks around on top of the cage and stuff. Sometimes she'll try to fly. She ends up on the floor. The cats, a few, a few times early on, tried to get at her, and she bit the shit out of them. And now there's just a mutual respect. So I, I don't even think the cat jumped in there for the bird. I think he just saw like you an enclosure. He, you know, if I fits, I sits. Here's what I think. I think that our parents and our grandparents all lied to us about why we couldn't have multiple animals in the house, right? They all told you, uh, you, you know, we have a dog. We can never have a cat. A dog and a cat can't possibly be in the same home. Hold on. We have the parakeet. We can't have a cat in the house. We have the parakeet. The cat will kill the parakeet. <laughs> Oh, no, no, you can't have a bunny in the house because we've got a snake in the house. The snake's going to want to eat the bunny. And in reality, what they were just really saying was, no more fucking pets. Yeah. I'm the one taking care of these pets. Yeah. That was what my dad always said. So we're a doghouse. Fuck you. We're a doghouse. When in reality, you could have had them all. We rented until I was, I want to say, 16 or 17. Mm -hmm. So we could never have anything that was out of a cage. And then when we actually got into a house that my parents owned when I was in high school, they were like, well... I'm going to end up taking care of the dog. And I was like, bullshit. You know, you're not like, I'm a responsible person. You're just saying that. And then they finally got a dog when I was in college and it became my parents' dog by their choice. Like it just became their dog. Yeah. That's weird. I always remember dogs being around. It's weird that your first one. Yeah. And not till I was in my twenties. Wasn't until your twenties. Cause I literally, they always said it was because of my sister. Cause she had allergies, but my sister wanted a dog too. And she's like, yeah. I don't care. Again, excuses. No, yeah. your parents <laughs> just didn't want to say, they didn't want to have a dog. We don't want to fucking do this. Listen, we barely want to be parents. <laughs> we definitely don't want to have to take care no, of a dog. I don't too. want another one. Shit. Listen, these are all, this is all bullshit that parents made up just to make us like, yep. stop asking them stuff. They, we, we have allergies in the house. We can't have a dog with allergies. I remember when I said, hey, you know, they have hypoallergenic dogs. Oh, yeah, shed, right. And that shut my dad down in a heartbeat. <laughs> I will say, too, that is something that I'm getting used to now, not having a hypoallergenic dog. Oh, yeah, I've, it's your first time. There is dog hair. <laughs> everywhere. Fucking everywhere right now. Let me now. tell you. I, um, I, am, I am on a constant battle with that dog's hair. I bought one of those little, um, what do they call it in the, in the office, the suck it? The was suck that, it. Was that the thing, the yeah. haircut thing? Yeah. Well, that no, wasn't a haircut thing. You could pick things up. Oh yeah, off that's the right. ground. The suck it. It's like a suck it for for your pets. It basically desheds them. It's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. But it's like attached to like a, a, yeah. a brush. Yeah. Okay. So I bought one of those because I cannot. No I shit. Mean, did you really? There's what? hair outside. <laughs> I was sitting outside with him today. I stood up. I was covered in hair because he doesn't even sit on the patio furniture. Somehow there is dog hair all over the patio furniture. So I lint brush that. I mean, you did get a um, a dark color. Yeah, and I told I'm stupid. Specifically yeah. because we had light color before. We went to dark color, now you got a shedding dog. Yeah, it sucks. And then I was petting him. There was hair flying all over the place. I mean, so, it is just, it is shed city. All right, so our dog, English Bulldog, right? If you're not playing the at-home version of the game. Um, the dog you referenced with your parents growing up, 
was a uh, Bichon Frise. Bichon Frise. I mean, there are multiple breeds that are hypoallergenic, but but, but that's, that's a, a a non shedder. Yeah. I grew up with a miniature schnauzer named Simon, who, as we all know, are the same. Yeah, our last dog was a mini schnauzer, did not shed. And then before that, before Simon, I have faint memories of the OG dogs, which were Mickey and Monique. They were a pair of poodles because Polish people had to have poodles on the south side of Chicago. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, But same thing, poodles non-allergenic yeah i have never in my life you know dealt with the that kind of stuff and this is wild i mean it's just it's not you know i think like i notice it because i clean the house well yeah i see it like when the sun hits our living room a certain way i see it on the floor and i immediately go god this dog i can't even run the roomba because the dog chases after the Roomba and stops it on purpose. So I have to put him outside. Then I got to let the Roomba. And then I, I do my weekly deep clean today. Jesus, it's everywhere. I mean, obviously, we know right now there's a Husky owner laughing at you silently. I know. I know. But listen, that's why we didn't get a Husky. No, we're not. I will say things calm down. All right. So when he first came in the house, obviously, all of a sudden, boom, there's a dog in the sheds here. And dogs, naturally, we learn, shed more when they're stressed. Yes. Yeah, so he was shedding so they're a lot getting the first couple rehomed, weeks. rehomed, right? So after that calmed down, though, he really didn't shed. It was kind of chill until yeah. now. For where we are in Arizona, the, the seasons are changing. He's spring shedding. It is fucking springtime. All right, it is right now. When are we recording this? Holy Thursday! The, right. You know the part that just kills me. I just spent way more than I'm comfortable with spending mm-hmm. on sheets and blankets that repel pet hair. And and I mean, I've been doing. Do they work. I've been doing... That sounds like an ass scene on no, TV, Billy May shit. No, I was. I did a lot of research because I'm like, that's too good to be true. Tired of having dog hair on your bed? Call now. These sheets are guaranteed to stay pet hair free. Absolutely. And yeah. I, I was like, okay. I read all the reviews. Everybody's like, I'm shocked it actually works. Oh, okay. So I bought that. Is there that. a certain kind of material? It's like, like, yeah, it's a, it's, ba- it's like bamboo or Are we going to be like, like, like sleeping on like synthetic like silk no, or something? No, it's is their bamboo. Be... Okay. So it's really nice. Bamboo. But the part that just kills me the most is the dog, yeah. for the most part, does not sleep with us overnight on the bed. Yeah. He hangs out with us on the bed before we go to bed and then we put him in his crate. It's all the bed is still covered in dog hair. Yeah, it's everywhere. I just, it's everywhere. The cats don't even cause this kind of carnage. No, Jesus. Like the cats, I, uh, it's insane. It's insane. Welcome on into the 193rd episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Sorry about the delay. We went to a wedding and apparently on Sundays, traditionally, by the way, Sundays is when we knock out Tuesday's podcast. Yeah. Um, and when our Sunday got eaten up by a by a wedding, right? It was a wedding. Uh, no, to be it was mostly my fault because I worked up until the yeah, wedding. Yeah, but I also sleep in on Sunday. You did sleep Sunday's until like one in the su- afternoon. Sunday's my day off, so I stay up late on Saturdays and I sleep in on Sundays. So not only did you work early, I slept in, and by the time I'm up and moving and grooving, you're like, "Hey, I'm going to nap before we got to get ready for this wedding," and then we go do the wedding. Whoop whoop wedding. And you get home from the wedding, you're like, I'm goddamn tired. We're Holy going shit. to sleep. I forgot how tiring it is to be social. Yeah, right? With The second we got uh, in the car. Drained your battery. I yeah. was like, oh my God, I'm going to pass out. Like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and then, of course, Mondays are just baddie for... The uh, week is just baddie. Yeah, the weeks are general and baddie. So we said, oh shit, man, we're not going to get around to getting a podcast out on Tuesday. Um, so at least we should tell you about the wedding we were at. We were at this wedding. Um, 
which I think we talked about before. It was, a, it was a cop wedding. It was a cop bearing a cop, but let me tell you the twist in this. That's that's kind of cool as it is, which, by the way, it was because the wedding had a, are you, are you ready for this, boys and girls? Right, this is a cop marrying a cop. They had a donut table for dessert. <laughs> and it was fucking, amazing. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, they were totally in like, on the joke. Like they're in on the, like it, it's all like all the cops took pictures with yeah. the donut table. I think all the cops there took a group photo yeah, around they did. it, right? I mean, it's like they're they're in on the joke. It's like when a politician yeah. allows himself to be roasted, you're like, "Good. Like you get it." You guys should have seen Pat. <laughs> he gravitated toward this donut table before the ceremony. People were so milling good. about. It looks like, so good. Can I just grab one or do we have to wait? Like what's the deal? You see, yeah, <laughs> see that's the problem is that they had uh, and this is a barn wedding, by the way. It was so cool. Very cool. Rustic outdoors, but Western outdoors. I don't want you to think like Midwestern. No. Wisconsin dairy farm and rolling no, hills. No, these are like, like real cowboy, like real cowboy shit. Yeah, this is like, you know, fucking Western and dust and shit everywhere. So it's a really kind of cutesy, cool place. And inside, when you walk into this kind of barnish area, they had the appetizer, which was very delicious, like uh, chips and this great dip, it's like a jalapeno and salsas. Dip, yeah. You know, it's fucking Arizona. So if good. you don't have chips and salsa at any event in Arizona, yes. they boo you out of the room. Uh-huh. Um, and then the problem was the food that was going to be the main course, right? That's that's out of sight, yeah. right? So no one can see that. That's fine. You can smell it, but you can't see it. But what we can see. Like a fucking mirage in the desert. It's a donut table. And listen, I have to, I, I should pay this proper respect in case this bride or groom is listening to this podcast because it wasn't a donut table. It's not a table. It was some sort of old chopped up 57 Chevy truck, which I assume comes with the property, yeah, right? Yeah, I, it's I think it's like, just, it's in there. You yeah. know, it's an install, it's an installation. And they took the installation and they kind of made the bed of it, right? Yeah. The donut uh, kingdom. Yeah, I assume for other weddings, yeah. that's where they put the cake. Yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. Like yeah. That. It's very, yeah. but it looks very cool. It was so awesome. I should say it's not just a like a, a banquet no. table with. Damn it! I should have taken a picture of. I, everybody was taking pictures of it, and I didn't think to do yeah. it, but it was so cool. So yeah, that was the problem: is that you got to the place and you saw your appetizer, you smelled the main dish, but you couldn't see it. And then you just saw this holy temple to sugar laid out in front of you. And you're like, well, I want that. And yes. Now, it doesn't help. Look, I was kind of fucking higher than Joe Rogan, okay? He was a mess. And then it like. And, and, hold on. Don't let her bullshit you. Little Miss Wauwatosa over here took one too many puffs off the yum yum bar. Oh, yeah. I was and wasted. she was on a space cake off the Mars. But Pat hadn't eaten all day. So I, mean, I you, was real. So I was high. You get the munchies anyway. And I was hungry. So it was like twice as bad. He's like, you think we can grab a donut? Or is, is, do we have to wait for them to like eat a donut first and so, then we get a donut? Like I'm sitting there eating the chip and this really nice like casserole-ish dish that they had. It was it was a jalapeno popper dip. I didn't have any and I wish And I it was did. hot too. It was really, like you could eat it with a fucking spoon, yeah. but instead of a spoon, they gave you chips. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I'm eating that and I'm all like buzzed up like, yeah, this is good. And then I'm like, holy shit. Now, I will say, before we ate, because, and by the way, this happens. This is a former wedding planner talking right here. That's right. Thank you. You can hire me to plan your next bat mitzvah. (laughs) Something always inevitably kind of goes a little bit awry. Yeah. At every wedding, it always happens. Something, right? Flowers don't get delivered. Someone breaks a heel, whatever it is. 
Um, with this wedding, it might have been a slight delay in photos. And what happens then, if you don't know, is that kind of delays the food yeah. for the guests. Yeah, the appetizers were gonzo. So. Like, gone. One's kind of like the... And it wasn't even that bad. Like, the ceremony was at no, five. It was, it was very time appropriate. The ceremony was at five. Dinner was served at seven. So it wasn't like a huge break, but it was just long it enough. It was long enough because that ceremony was about, and God bless him, it was about 12 minutes oh, long. Oh, it was so great. It was short. It was amazing. You know, we've all heard it before, right, yeah. folks? Unless you have some specific things that need to be done for your religion of choice, just, you know, kind of get us up there, tell us you love each other. So what we've got to do, let's go have a good time. It was great, yeah. So since we were kind of in and out of that part fast, it was about an hour 40 yeah. until you ate. So once everyone kind of got through all the appetizers, everyone starts eyeing that donut truck. Yeah. Like, I mean, the fucking zombies in The Walking Dead. <laughs> Everybody there was hungry and, like, could not wait. And sure as shit, one guy fucking went up there and grabbed he did, a donut. And I, it was so funny. He walked out. I saw him with a plate. I mean, he it wasn't took a, just... He took, a, he took yeah, donuts for the table. It wasn't like just, I took a donut. Like, I just took a donut with a napkin. <laughs> he took a plate... <laughs> And filled it with donuts. And as soon as he... I am escaping with these donuts. <laughs> as soon as he did it, it was hilarious because everybody ran. Everybody was just waiting for somebody to do it. And I'm like, Pat, go get a donut. I couldn't do it. He I couldn't. couldn't do it. I felt like I was going to be such an asshole, especially, too, because... Because, of, well, they didn't have, like... It wasn't like a bride and groom donut. They had, like, a small cake for them. Well, yeah, there was a specific... It for was, them, yeah. It wasn't like you were cutting into the fucking no. wedding cake. It no. was like, there's specifically what that is. Around it is it's this donuts, kingdom yeah. of donuts that goes with the theme of... I think they literally had a sign that said, bad cop, no donut. Yeah, it was hilarious. Right? So it's like going with the fucking yeah. theme. Um, by the way... I also could not follow up that man because I don't know who that man is. I don't know who he was. That man could be like the brother of the groom. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there goes Joey. He didn't give a shit, right? I'm not fucking Joey. I didn't want to be that guy. I was so removed from the bride and groom. I didn't know who anyone was. Which brings us to the next part of our portion uh, of the program, boys and girls. AJ owes you all, and myself, really, an apology, <laughs> right? And either she's going to fucking give it to us or she's going to George Santos her way out of it, okay? But you heard her on this podcast and I heard her tell me multiple times. Well, listen, you know, I'm kind of worried. I'm not going to know anyone because I really want you to come with, but I want you to have a good time and kind of like we can be each other's social support in this very mysterious gathering of people we don't know. And we show up and the place looks at her like she's fucking Norm from Cheers. <laughs> Shut up. Half the not. place almost turns around. Jenny! Jenny! Oh, Jenny! And I shit you not, in two shakes of a lamb's tail, I am left alone. I am left at a fucking table with another husband. Who doesn't know anybody. Who doesn't fucking know anyone. So I'm officially now, I'm back to being... A kid. Listen, I grew up with a single mom. My mom dragged me to all types of fucking shit that I didn't want to go to. It's because she was a single mom. And I remember going to the big fucking adult parties that probably her friends were throwing. And I'd show up by myself. This is before fucking cell phones and Game Boys and iPads. It was just me! And what'd they say? 
We're going to put you in this room. There's a bunch of kids there just around your age. And now you're thrown basically into a fucking daycare. Pretty much, yeah. That's always real fun when you're like six, seven, or eight, right? That, Let's make instant social connections for three and a half hours. Let me tell you, by the way, and I'll, I'll get through this quick, but that was one of the things I hated about, <sighs> and I loved visiting my aunt in Kenosha. Like staying at her house was a blast with my cousins, but they were very churchy. We were all very churchy. We had to go to their church on Sundays, and they would put us in Sunday school. Oh, you had like, you didn't get to do church with the adults. No. And no, I didn't see. know. I had, it's us not ca- like us Catholics. No bullshit. Yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't get the fucking cop out. You got to knee, kneel, sit, stand like the rest of I us. I hated Sunday school though, because I didn't know anybody every single time. I was like totally alienated. So I, I understand. Listen, growing up, I knew what it was like to be in these situations. And quickly I had found myself in the same situation, 44 years of age, which uh, with another grown ass man, as we'd been regulated to the fucking room with the kids who are generally around your age. Here, you go there while we talk. I shit you not. And then, and then eventually this guy fucking leaves. He's like, well, we'll catch up later. He fucking leaves. I'm sitting there by myself and my wife's over here. My wife's not just having conversation. Let me tell you. There's kind of con- like, you know, when like people are having fun conversation. They're he they got a little fucking thing of wine goblet in their hand. And then you can tell sometimes when people are into something like fucking four layers deep. And here's the thing. I know this. And I don't know if the guests knew. When my wife gets high. She gets a little fucking chatty. Leave me alone. She gets a little chatty. Then again, in her defense, when she gets drunk, she gets a little uh, yeah, chatty. So, it's really so in general, when we change and alter her mindset, she gets a <laughs> little, get a little chatty. chatty. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I quickly realized once I'd been abandoned at the at the husband's table <laughs> that my wife is not only out there hobnobbing with all of her friends but she's in some fucking deep conversation with another woman and i'm pretty sure they're talking stuff about the school probably a little smack about this dancer or, or this thing we were not talking shit about and it's people. not like the kind of conversation where you as a husband can kind of casually walk up like Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Because they're both going to look at you like raccoons who got caught going through your garbage. They're going to be like, (laughs) shit, we were just talking all this shit. What what do you, you don't know this. Here's, okay, hang on. Defend yourself. I, here's why I'm not sure an apology. Do you want me to call up Joey Taco? Joey Taco can uh, defend you. New York's finest defense attorney. Here's why I'm not necessarily sure I owe anybody an apology. (laughs) I don't think the word. Here comes the George Santos. (laughs) Hit us with the Santos. Don't you ever compare Slap it. us with the Santos. That guy is such a douchebag. I can't even. Get at us. I didn't know who would be there from the dance school. And I wasn't about to ask because that's awkward. Not everybody was invited. Okay. So I showed up knowing like there will be some other dancers there, but I also didn't know how many. Okay. There were a lot. So we should set this up at the, the bride. The bride is an Irish dancer. She's an adult Irish dancer. So not only does she dance at AJ school. Well, no, she's not an adult. She's a teacher. Or, or a, yeah. a, a teacher, right? But yeah. you guys are in the Irish uh, dance world as adults together. That's kind of a different bond. Um, so that's how we got to this place. And you just never thought to ask, like, why did you? All right, let's just, I'm just so curious. Since you did not want to ask because you thought that'd be impolite. Right? Like, if you asked people, hey, are you going to the wedding? 
Why would you be like that special to be the only one to go? No, no, no. I knew I wasn't. I okay. knew I wasn't. All right. I so knew I wasn't. I didn't know if, if it was like, listen, I'm pretty sure they're only uh, inviting like 14 people. Well, no, but that's, you don't, because she asked for my address okay. and another dancer's address, like kind of on the side. Okay. And so that was my first inkling that, you know, I'm, okay. I'm not going to broadcast right. this. And like some other, you know, some of the other dancers were like, what are you wearing to the wedding? And then you talk about it. But like, I wasn't going to okay. bring it up. Because I didn't want it to be awkward. So it it had not been a topic of conversation like where me and you, we've worked at radio stations where someone's getting married. Yeah. And if everyone's invited, everyone starts talking about it, right? Okay. So you were not sure. So you were operating under the premise that you, AJ, would be the only, maybe one of two, maybe three special people that would show up. I, You are elevating my importance here. I literally just... I didn't know who was going to be there, so I didn't want to, like, talk about it and make somebody feel bad that they weren't invited. Well, let me tell you. And we haven't even gotten to the real fun part of the story. What's the real fun part of the story? Um, I thought that was... I thought you that was, knew a lot. She had, she had friends. She had foes. She had all types of people there that she knew. It was amazing. I feel so unconnected. To like this place now because I'm like my wife's made fucking friends. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. I though. know, but it's re- but I don't see it. Like yeah. we we've had it. We talk about it, and you disappear like a couple times a week and and do this stuff, and you come back with these tales. And honestly, how you tell them on the podcast is how I hear about them because I'm here doing my thing. So to see all you together, I'm like, look at my They're fucking actual wife. Human beings, yeah. <laughs> she's got like you know, she's got these young gals that she talks to. They're like these teenagers, you know. She's got these older gals, right? And she's got women of her own age who are contemporaries, and like she has all these little cross sections of people. And oh, this one lived in Wisconsin. This one's from Michigan. Oh, this one I met. I mean, it's amazing. I was jealous. But you, by far, were not walking into a wedding blind. Okay. okay well, I wasn't aware. Okay. Here's the funny part, though. Her anxiety definitely did um, cover for the worst case scenario, right? That's what anxiety is. Anxiety is, oh, shit, someone's knocking at the door, and it must be a SWAT team (laughs) with guns out drawn, right? That's anxiety. Can't be the pizza man. Can't be the Mormons going door to door. It's got to be that. Got to be worst case. My wife did fucking recon on people we were going to be sitting around because as we sat down and started to kind of say hello to the people around us and one woman goes oh this is my husband so and so and my wife immediately goes oh yeah hi i know you i stalked you out on facebook (laughs) so and again she's high so she's saying like the inside thoughts on the outside like there's a little bit of a misfire there so she immediately goes oh it was a misfire (laughs) oh i know you i facebook stalked you and i me because i'm kind of lit up too i turn to her and go are you telling me you did fucking recon before we came here (laughs) and she goes (laughs) she goes well i wanted to know who we were gonna be around no 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 there was one person's name I could not remember. And You're doing recon. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just, I felt so bad because oh, I, I love my friend Karen. She and I are like good friends. We made, we made friends on my first day of Irish dance. She's awesome. Yeah. For the life of me. Maybe it is because I smoke too much pot. <laughs> I could not remember because oh. she just calls him my husband. My, oh, boy. Oh, so it's so, like one of those where they don't use the yes, name. Yes, and I wanted to introduce weird, yeah. you and be like, this is 
Her husband. <laughs> this is her so husband. So I'm like, dude, I went on her Facebook because I totally forgot You're your like name. You're like fucking Jerry Seinfeld and Mulva. You yeah, know? Oh, absolutely. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, hi. And then, that's Dolores. Funny. Um, that it was just so. I just could not remember his name and I felt awful. I was laughing my ass off because it all happened in real time. And this poor guy is like, hold on. Are you guys talking about me? <laughs> He's awesome, though. He's a really cool guy. <laughs> it was a good time. Um, we did have a really good time. We did have a good time. Uh, so that's why the the uh, podcast got 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 delayed there. But let me tell you, like we, I was kind of mentioning there, right? The connection is the dance world, right? So these are all Irish dancers, and yeah, shit, you not. Um, of course, they play an Irish tune. Of course, and it turns into river dance, right? Yeah. I mean, from the bride, pretty much everyone except you, AJ. How come you weren't out there dancing? Well, the adults didn't go out there. Oh, it was just it oh. was just the younger dancers, okay. the champs. Yeah. I mean, is the bride not that you're supposed to ask a lady's age? But I mean, is she like? Still considered? No, she's. I want to say she's late twenties. Okay, so you guys don't group her with you know you guys quite yet. You no. old maids forty. Well, she's up. just not an adult dancer. She doesn't compete. She doesn't okay. perform. She teaches. So um, yeah, they they did all the Irish dancing and all that stuff. But uh, outside of that, it was uh, one as we told you, cop wedding played off that theme with the donuts, fucking cowboy wedding. Yeah, and I'm not talking like we learned it's going to be at a ranch. So I bought cowboy boots. So yeah. I bought cowboy boots, except except for AJ's, uh, the dude who owns a dance school. <laughs> who is British, through yeah, and it's, through. It's like fucking Dudley Moore showing up. <laughs> and he showed up literally like he went to, I think someone asked me, like, do you think he went to a costume store? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> he was wearing a cowboy hat, and I that didn't. Was, that, that was a hat, all right. I, and I don't, but he's, he's he lives between here and in and Texas. Texas. So you think he might have a cowboy happy in Texas? I think he, he really Texas. loves, you know, the the American Southwest. So I he's think in the he's, right place. Yeah. <laughs> but it was um, just, you know, he opens his mouth, and if you don't know he's British, you're like, whoa. Yeah. Um, he's like, what did he say? He, I, I look like a twat. He said, I look like a proper twat, you know? And, <laughs> and then I think I said something like, well, it's America. We all have our hats of douchebaggery. Yeah. And, you know. You know. Um, so listen, um, <laughs> I did not know this would be a theme. I find out that the groom is apparently from Texas. And the groom, as you can imagine, getting married out here in Arizona, probably imports a little bit of that family. And you could kind of tell the Texans. Oh, yeah, that was like real cowboy shit. (laughs) From everyone who was local, like local Arizona people. And um, so that was cool. I'm like, hey, look at this. It's like going to a museum. That's a cowboy over there. AJ, uh, besides the Irish dancing, was mystified and amazed and caught off guard at um, seeing what has become of of dancing. And <laughs> by what I mean dancing, you know, you used to go cut a rug. Uh, maybe you like a safe space, like a fish concert or a Dave Matthews show where you can just do the noodle or some shit, right? The noodle. <laughs> But AJ, of course, you know, not only is she 40 years old, but she is not the uh, mother of a daughter or a teenage daughter. She is the mother of a son who has no fucking interest in any of that shit. Which is awesome. He doesn't care about social media. It's great. So when AJ saw the dance floor continuously light up, like, uh, remember that movie, She's All That? Remember that fucking dance scene? Never seen it. Had a big coordinated dance scene. It kind of became a joke in the 90s teen films, right? 
Well, no, now they all actually can do coordinated dance routines <laughs> and they turn it into high school musical. It was so bizarre, you guys. Like, <laughs> they started playing music <laughs> and they started with some line dancing, understandably. Kind of easy, easy yeah. to read the room with that, yeah. right? and everybody who knew it got out there and did it. I don't know any line dancing. I'm just enjoying watching it because I don't have a fucking clue what's going on. Um, but... After a few, so they got all the, they all, as the night progressed, so they got, yes. you know, they got like the electric slide out of the way. All that shit got out of the way early. I was shocked that they even played the electric the slide Macarena too. because they were even doing like, they were doing such intricate kind of like cowboy shit. I'm like, oh, there's no way they'll do the traditionals. And maybe they for, did, yeah. for the pores in the room, they decided <laughs> to like bust out, for you us. know, the electric slide. But, um, but it was, it was interesting. So I'm watching through the night and I'm like, holy shit, like the dance floor is consistently packed with mostly the younger... Young girls. The young girls, their boyfriends, husbands, all that stuff. I mean, we're talking teenagers, 20s. Yeah. But they're all doing coordinated dances. That's right. It's not just they're out there cutting a rug. They're all doing the same thing. I said, how the hell... Do they all know these dances? That's right. AJ has not grown up with a girl in the house. Has been on TikTok doing coordinated dance moves for the last uh, decade, I'd say. They're all doing TikTok shit. They got primed from High School Musical. Oh, my God. And they were ready for the revolution, right? Um, It was so bizarre. I've never seen anything like it. AJ was shot. No matter what song they played, like everyone kind of went, okay, you go one and two and three. Yeah. I mean, listen. Now, when we were coming up, right, maybe maybe on the hook you had something. Let's go back to to the classic that all of us will no doubt want played uh, in our nursing homes one day, uh, Get Low from Little John and the Eastside Boys. <laughs> you see, you may be cutting a rug during the whole song, right? Maybe you're doing some booty grunting, doing what you got to do. And then you get to the chorus. What does it say? From the window to, to the, the wall. wall. To the sweat drop down my balls. At that point, it might be appropriate. You may see everybody in the club kind of at one time go, from the window to the wall. We all knew the chorus and we all joined in. Right. That's as far as it went. We didn't do that shit for the whole goddamn song. Okay. Then you went back to doing whatever the fuck you were doing. Some weird shit. I felt so old. And AJ's watching these girls just bust out these dances. To, and, and, like, even the dudes got to keep up, even if they're yeah. not good. Even if they're not good. There's some dudes like, man, listen, if I want to take this home tonight, I got to hit this fucking two-step <laughs> like this right here. It is, man, listen, all I had to do my freshman year, fuck, 1992. All I had to do behind one, listen, I got behind a girl as they played some Chicago, you know, dance oh, yeah, dance you, music. you bump and grind. You know, when something like, and I literally just put my hands on the hips, and that's it. Back and forth, all right? Slowly grind it. That's yep, it. That's it. That was it. That's that's what I concentrated on at 14. I cannot fucking imagine what is going on now. There was no one out there just randomly cutting a rug. And no. I I kid you not, when, when we're leaving, AJ looks at me, and she goes, sounds like my fucking mom. She goes, well, I wish they would have played a slow song, because I kind of wanted to dance oh, with you. We never get to dance together. They probably Seriously. did later in the night. We Seriously. didn't stay super late. We were there, but we were there late enough. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. We stayed until about 9 o'clock. I'm going to tell you something. As a DJ, as a DJ, as a former wedding DJ, right? Um, slow songs are your fucking aces up to, in your pocket. Yeah. Like, they work every time because you have a room full of people, whether it's the young ones who want to bang that night 
or the old ones who, like you said, you know, just we haven't dance. just want to dance. You can play. You, you can play beautiful tonight by Eric Clapton. Right. Yeah. And every it's like a fucking prom. Everyone will come out. bro. OK. That DJ had to have been instructed not to play that shit. You know, and I was going to say that. Because they did not touch a slow song the whole goddamn time we were there. I do kind of love that, though, because even for the ceremony, there was no nothing down tempo. Yeah, no, everything was very... I mean, even the uh, bride and groom's uh, first dance was kind of an up-tempo number. Was it Tyler Childers? Tyler Childers, yes. Um, Little Feathered India. Yeah, everything was very upbeat. And I think a slow song would have absolutely kind of brought the room down. So listen, I don't care... So that's why I was like, I wasn't upset they didn't play anything. I got it. Like, I understood. And I liked it because... Weddings can be awkward sometimes when they sometimes. when they get sappy because not everybody is emotional about it. Yeah, and or maybe you're just not that close to whoever's getting fucking exactly, married. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you know they play butterfly kisses and you know, oh the bride, god, that is the, the bride's worst. Dancing with her dad and she's crying and he's crying, crying and you're like yay. And now for the mother son dance, it's afternoon delight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad they didn't play anything down tempo because yeah. it would have been weird, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just Yeah, I guarantee wild. you the fact that by the time, because we didn't say to like last call, but we were there late enough. And the fact that that DJ never went to his slow song yeah. meant he was never going to. He yeah. was specifically staying in between, you know, a certain pillars. Hey, good for him. Good for the bride and groom. That's what they told him what to do. But it was just funny. Like AJ was just waiting, waiting for it. She was waiting for Lady in Red. You know, she just, that's all she wanted. She She wanted the old school. My hands on her hips, and she wanted her hands on my shoulders. I mean, I don't even know what they would play nowadays. I feel so old. Like, what, would, what do they play for do slow know, songs Do you know what now? would be funnier is if they did play it, right? It would be an AJ or sitting there doing the high school prom dance. I got my fucking hands on her hips. She got her hands on my fucking shoulders. And then all of a sudden, all the young kids start doing the goddamn TikTok dances around <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.